Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. time for another Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit your job by investing in real estate rental properties so you never have to work for somebody else ever again. Now, think about that. If you were able to not work a job instead of working 40 plus hours, 50 plus hours or more a week for somebody else, how much could you do for yourself or for other people? How much more would you be able to do to build a business, work a side hustle where you're making money or helping out your family or helping other people? Just think about all that extra time that you can have if you did not work that J-O-B. Now, remember what J-O-B stands for? It stands for just over broke because everybody, if you are working a J-O-B, you are just over broke because your boss is only paying you just enough to keep you working and not too much so that it takes money out of his or her pocket. And so what's gonna happen is you're really just trading your hours for dollars. Now with real estate rental properties and why we love rental properties is we work one time and then we make money over and over and over again. It's super amazing. Now as I was working hard to quit my job, basically starting business after business. Let me quickly run you through the list of different types of companies that I started. I start, well, one, I was a paper boy. When I was 13 years old, I literally delivered papers. Every morning, I would wake up like at four in the morning, grab all those bundles of papers, fold them in my living room, my parents' living room with a rubber band. Then instead of, you know, if you've seen any paper boys way back in the day, they'd have these mail carriers or these carriers that would be like a big poncho type thing that put over your shoulders and you put the newspapers in. Well, I learned you didn't shouldn't do that. You should actually wrap it around the bicycle handlebars. And if you do that, you could hold even more. So I did that. I did that for like four or five years. I just kept delivering newspapers. because I thought I'm working for myself, but I didn't realize that that was not passive income. If I didn't deliver the papers, I would not make money. And then I started when I was in college, a graphic and website design company. I hated that, but it was a way to make money. It was the only thing I really knew how to do. Then I started more companies. I started a skateboard manufacturing business. It wasn't necessarily a skateboard. It was a longboard. You know, longboards are longer, more like to simulate surfing. Um, really, really fun. Had a good time building those, but at the same time, it was work. If I didn't make another board and sell it, I didn't make money. And then I had a convenience store and a pizzeria. I had all these other businesses and I had other ones inside there, but those are the big ones that I started. I even bought and sold things on eBay, um, went to stores and, and yeah, it was a lot of work, but all of those, every single one of those was a active job. It wasn't passive investing or passively making money. It was actively making money. If I didn't flip that next piece of like if it's a toy and selling it on eBay, or if I didn't make another skateboard or ska uh, longboard, if I didn't do those, I would not get paid. Same thing with my job, my J-O-B and your J-O-B. If we don't work that next hour, we will not get paid. Eventually, it's going to stop coming. That money's going to stop coming in because we stop working. As you get older, 
what's going to be sad is, well, here's a statistic. 100% of the people die. Like everybody's going to die as well as everybody's going to get old enough to where they are not going to be able to continue working. Now, let me give you a quick story of why I started investing and why I turned my sights instead of being an employee working at JLB to now becoming an investor. So we, my wife and I had been married for a number of years. We had three kids and then she was pregnant with her fourth and I was working my same job. Everything's going fine and normal. I'm working for the government. Everything was going great. And then we have our fourth kid or my wife, amazing uh, woman she is. She had her fourth child and I took off on paternity leave. Paternity leave is where you stop working. You go home and be with the family for a week or two weeks and, you know, help the mommy and help with the baby bonding and all that sort of stuff. And then you come back to work. Well, I did that. I, I think I took one or two weeks off of work and then I come back to work. And then as I'm working all week, there's nothing going on, nothing new, nothing normal or out of the normal. Everything was fine. But then on a Friday at 3.30 p.m., I get a call from my boss's 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 secretary, like the main boss man. His secretary gives me a call and says, Dustin, would you please come to the boss's office? And I said, okay, sure. Hang up. And I, I sit there and I start to think, what is going on? Like, wh why are they calling me in the office? It's, it's a Friday. It's 3.30 in the afternoon. I just had my fourth kid. My wife had our fourth, our fourth kid. And, you know, I got mouths to feed. So I hope it's not something I think it might be. But then as I sat there, just maybe another couple, five, 10 seconds, I started remembering there was some rumors or some rumbling of certain things going on in the office or the department saying that there was not that much money and there may need to be layoffs. And I remembered that and I said, uh oh, you know, that was just speculation. That was no way that could happen. Well, I get up and I start walking down that long hallway. In fact, it wasn't really that long of a hallway. It was rather, rather short, maybe, I don't know, a um, couple, couple hundred feet at most. But as I walk, the thoughts come into my brain about how this may be the time that I lose my job. And how am I going to provide for my four kids, my amazing wife? How am I going to make sure we have a roof over our heads? How, how do we make sure that they have food to eat? How do we, like, how do I make sure that happens if I lose my job? Well, I said, okay, let me calm down. But as I took each step getting closer and closer, it felt like my feet were lead bricks. They were lead bricks as I was going down the hall and it got harder and harder to walk. But eventually I made it to my boss's office. Well, then I see the secretary. She's standing there looking at me and she noticeably has like a, a sheepish grin, like, like just like kind of a consoling type of grin on her face. And she says, Dustin, would you please have a seat? And so I take a seat and I look at her and she kind of smiles and, and nods at me. She can't say anything what's going on, but my boss's doors closed. And as I'm sitting there, I start to think about all the things that I've done in my life to get to this point. I worked my tail off to become one of the, you know, one of the best employees. And I was continually working that J-O-B over and over again to get the promotions, to do better, make sure my bosses were happy with me and all that sort of stuff. And then it started really sinking in that I am probably going to be a failure. If I lose my job, what does that make me? I put so much effort into my job, so much effort into what I was building in my career and this is the government too. And so I started thinking, oh no, I'm not going to get laid off. But as I got, I was literally like a minute sitting there, maybe two minutes sitting there waiting. The thoughts came into my head. I'm a failure as a father. 
I'm a failure as a husband. I'm a failure as a man just providing for my family. And I said, oh, this is not going to be good. And so my hands get all clammy. My forehead gets all sweaty. And I start really just praying and thinking about my family. I just, my wife just had her fourth kid. Well, the door opens up to my boss's office and then out walks a lady, my coworker, with a piece of paper in her hand. And she's noticeably distraught. She's noticeably upset. She's not necessarily crying, but it looks like her world is just rocked. And she leaves. And my boss says, Dustin, would you please come into my office? And as I walk into the office, he looks at me, he hands me a piece of paper. He says, Dustin, we, the department doesn't have enough money or whatever. I don't remember exactly what it was. It was a whirlwind. He said, you have two weeks or to find another job or you're done. Like you basically, you're being laid off. And I was just devastated because everything I built my entire life was now ripped out from under me. And I started walking back to my office. And like I said, those lead bricks on my feet got even heavier because the reality of me or myself not being able to provide for my family, on top of that, them depending on me for food, and I can't do that. I can't give that to them. And all my years and years and years of working for somebody else, that's all gone. That's all pointless, all worthless now. So when I got back to my desk, I sat down and I said, okay, there's two things that need to happen in my life. Number one, I need to get another job. I need to be able to rep, uh, to have my responsibilities taken care of, take care of the food uh, for my kids and my wife, make sure we have shelter, make sure we're taken care of. That's my number one goal is to find another job. Praise the Lord. I found a job very, very quickly. And I this is what I literally did. I started calling every single department and everybody that I had a good rapport with that they knew I did great, good work. And I worked my tail off and found a job, Got had the same seniority, had the same pay, same position, same everything, because they loved how hard I worked. They said, yes, we'd absolutely love to have you come work here. So that was a huge blessing. Took care of that. The second thing that I said that I was going to do, I would never, ever let this happen to me again. No way am I ever going to let anybody else take something out from under me where I'm not going to be able to provide for my family, where I'm not going to be able to make sure my kids have food to eat. This is never going to happen again. So I made this shift. I changed my thoughts from being an employee to now I am an investor. Now, here's what it looks like. Even though I may only make money through my job, my J-O-B, I still tell everybody what my value is. And it's not my job because usually people would ask you, Okay, well, what do you do? Hey, Dustin, you know, nice to meet you. What do you do? And the first thing that you say is really what you put your value in, where your value in. And if you say your job, well, that's where you find your value. Now, what I changed was instead of saying my job, like this is my job, this is what I do, I say, I am an investor. No longer do I say this is my job. I work for the technology, for the government, blah, 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 blah. I never said that again. I now always said, I am an investor. I invest in real estate rental properties and I buy rental properties and they make me money over and over again. That's the value that I give to myself. I don't get it from someplace else like a job. I get it from my God, my Lord Jesus Christ. I get it from my wife and I get it from my kids and I get it from inside myself. And here's what I want everybody to understand. As you are listening to this podcast, you need to understand that 
your boss is only going to pay you enough to keep you working, but not too much is going to take money out of their pocket. You are not getting paid for the value that you are worth. You are worth so much more than you can ever be paid. Just like I am, just like every single other person is in this world, we are worth so much more than that. So you listening to this, I want you to realize that whatever you put your value in or you allow somebody to put their value on you, like this is your job and that's your value, no longer, you should, you should not do that anymore. Now, what I would say to everybody is I'm an investor now. I invest in real estate. And they say, oh, wow, do you, you, know, you make your money from that? I said, no, I still have my full-time job. It's my actually, and it's not my full-time job anymore. It's my side job. Even though it takes 40 hours a week, I am an investor with a side job. Even though 100% of my money comes from my side job, it's my side job. I am an investor. It doesn't matter that I don't have any money coming in from the investing. It doesn't matter. What does matter is that my value is in what I put on myself, what my God, my wife, my kids put on me. So from there, I was able to start building a network of people who, number one, knew that I was an investor, wanted to either sell me properties, buy properties from me, rent from me, or network with me, give me money to invest, and all that sort of stuff. Because before I was telling people I was an investor, I was not known as an investor, obviously, because nobody, I didn't tell anybody. So nobody knew. And then as soon as I started telling people, money started almost coming in, not, not huge, but people said, Hey, I have a little bit of money. Can you help me invest? Or, Hey, I have this property. What would you think? Would you want to buy it? Or, Hey, I need some, like there's some tenants over here that, um, I need some help with. Can you help me out? And that's how I started master passive income. Because I started telling more and more people about my real estate investing and they wanted help. So I started helping people over and over again. And so that's the power of number one, you having your own value put on yourself as opposed to somebody else putting their value on you or you allowing somebody else to give you the value on yourself. You make your own value and you present that to the world in what you say that you do. So now I want you to take this and say, now I am an investor. I'm not going to hide it anymore. Even though I might not have any properties, I'm still an investor because that's my value. Now, what's going to happen with that? Like I said, with me, my network got bigger. My, the people that wanted to work with me got bigger. The people that wanted to lend me money got bigger and bigger. And I got so many more deals because wholesalers got to know me. Realtors are sending me deals. I had um, owners, like actual um, investors saying, Hey, I'm selling off this property do you want to buy it? And I analyze it. It makes me $250 or more every single month. And, and it's a good price. Heck yes, of course I'm going to buy it. And so what I want you to do is to realize that as you are starting to build your business, as you are starting to invest in real estate rental properties, you then need to start telling everybody that you are an investor. Go out and make business cards with your name on there. It could be, let's say your, your name's Joe Smith. You will Smith LLC, you know, Smith Properties LLC or something like that and put your phone number on there. And it's, and you can even put on the back, I buy houses for cash fast or something like that. You know, that's what wholesalers say. But you can have that to where you're giving that out. You're telling everybody, this is my value. I give my value, not somebody else, not my job. And now from that point forward, business is going to keep rolling in. The more that people know you as an investor, the better 
your business becomes. And so what I want you to do now is take this perspective and shift it now. And so instead of being somebody that works a job, you're now an investor. And I'll tell you that day that I walked down that hallway back to my desk where I had literally lead feet, like my, my feet were lead bricks walking down such a heavy walk, stark comparison, stark difference to the day that I left my job. The day that I said, okay, boss, I'm done. I'll actually quickly tell you that story. So I had been working at my job. I got, I was really blessed to get a brand new job with another, another department. They were great people. I was actually working at the sheriff's office. I loved working there. It was great, great people um, and loved serving. And from there, they were helping me, obviously getting me a job. I was providing for my family for like another, you know, seven or eight years. But I realized I'm an investor. So I started buying property after property. Then as I was quitting my job, I had so many people asking me, well, how in the world are you able to quit your job and not work a job? And I tell them I invest in real estate and I buy rental properties and they make me money every single month. I work one time and I don't work again. Now, that is what I would say to somebody, but I would get right back and it was almost like clockwork. I'd get two questions. The first one, like I said, is, well, how were you able to quit your job? The second one is, can you show me how to do that? And I would say to them, well, absolutely. I'll help you out. Either my friend or my family or family members or coworkers or something like that. I'd say, yeah, I'll help you out. Then I realized, oh my goodness, it's a lot of work. And what is great is everybody, and I have these same questions, but everybody has these same beginner questions. They are great questions. They are very, very good questions, but I realized it was taking so much of my time and I could not continually do that and teach people one-on-one. So I created Master Passive Income. And so what was interesting, I created Master Passive Income while I was still working my job and to prove that I was going to quit my job on my website, Master Passive Income. This was like, you know, one of the first iterations of Master Passive Income. At the top right-hand corner, there was literally a countdown time of when I was going to quit my job. It literally said, I'm quitting my job in. And it was like, you know, like four months, five days and 82 hours or what are sorry, 82, like uh, 12 hours and 42 minutes or something like that. It was, it was literally a countdown timer because I was going to quit my job. And I wanted everybody to realize that, Hey, I'm not just trying to teach this and make money off people. I'm literally doing this and I'm just showing you how I did it. And so what was interesting is I actually got called in my boss's office one time. He, I could, well, I got a call. I was sitting there working and I get a call. The phone rings and I hear, Dustin, would you please come to my office? I said, okay. And I hang up the phone and it's, it's happened before where I've come to his office, but this time for some reason, I just knew that he was going to ask me about my website and me quitting the job. And actually it did. I walked right in. He says, and he goes, close the door. So I close the door. He says, Hey, so I, I hear that you're quitting your job. And I go, yeah, of course I am. <laughs> It was because I had like a couple more months and I was actually going to quit my job. But I, I laid it on the table. I said, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do and all that sort of stuff. Now, it was a great job. Obviously, they didn't fire me on the on the spot because I work for the government. And they can't really do that. <laughs> You'd actually be really in trouble. But as I was talking to him, I realized that I, I definitely need to speed this up. Like, I just don't want to wait this much longer. And so I told him my date and it was going to be like, I want to say it was like January or like February. I was going to work another month or two to get a couple extra thousand dollars saved up. But it was, I, I went on um, a vacation. I had to use up all my vacation time because I didn't want to cash it out 
lots of different reasons. I have an article I'll put in the show notes on, on cashing out or using your vacation time instead of cashing it out and all the great benefits. I wrote all about that. Um, and so actually in my book, Successfully Unemployed, and I'll put a link to that as well, my book, Successfully Unemployed, where I talk about the 16 great lessons that I personally learned in quitting my job. That was one of them. What do you do with your vacation time? And so I was spending it. For many reasons, I was spending it. And I realized as I was spending my time, I'm like, what in the world am I doing working here? I Even though I'm making $75,000 a year here working at, at my job, I'm losing money. I need to quit so I can get out there and start making money for myself. Remember, my value is worth so much more than anybody can pay me, just like your value is worth so much more than anybody else can ever pay you. And so as I was taking my time off, I'd go back to work for another, I don't know, uh, two or three weeks and then take another couple weeks off or a week or two off. And I was supposed to come back and work for another month. And I literally come back for one day and I'm sitting there after taking a two-week vacation. I'm sitting there that one day and it's about 10 o'clock in the morning. Started working at seven, about 10 o'clock. I thought, what am I doing here? I don't want to be here. I, I'm blessed with the job. I loved the job. I was really, really blessed with the job, but I just didn't need anymore. I had plenty of money coming in from my real estate. So I was able to quit. And so when I went to my boss's office, I said, hey boss, I know I told you another two weeks or another month or whatever it's going to be. And in saying that, I said, you know what? I'm just done. I just can't do it anymore. Like I, this is going to be my last day. And he's like, Oh wow. Okay. Well you gave me like, you know, three months notice. So totally, totally fine. Plus I didn't care. I'm never going to work a job again. So I don't care. I'm not burning a bridge, but I'm not like, Hey, I need, you need to give me two weeks notice. I give you four months notice anyways. So I pack up my things like at four o'clock. Um, and I start walking out. I say goodbye to everybody and say goodbye to my boss. Thank him. Cause he was fantastic boss. Um, his name's Cal Cal, really, really good guy. Um, really appreciate him bringing me on at the time of my need. Um, really, really great of him. And as I'm walking out the office, I've taken this walk hundreds, thousands of times walking to my car. We, I worked in downtown and the downtown, I you had to park like a good 20 minute walk away because they had parking meters and I didn't want to pay for parking. And so as I'm walking down this walk to my car, 20 minutes away, I felt like I was walking on clouds. It was the best walk I've ever, ever taken. Stark contrast to me walking down the hall with these lead feet after I just got laid off. Now, I'm walking to my car for the very, very last time, never going to do it again. And I feel like I'm walking on clouds, just floating. It was amazing. And the reason why I'm telling you all this is because you can absolutely do this. I am a normal person just like you. And I got laid off like everybody else probably either will or, you know, have or will get happen to them because it's a saying. The saying is it's not if you get fired or laid off or lose your job. It's when. And I thought, no, it can't happen to me. I work at the government. There's no way that's going to happen to me. Well, it actually did. I was the one that got laid off from the government. And so looking back now, all the hard work that I put in, and I want you to go back and listen to all the podcast episodes for uh, Master Passive Income and listen to all of them talking about real estate and actually how to do it. I have my course and coaching. I'm not going to get into that, but if you want that, I have that there. Go to masterpassiveincome.com to check it out. But 
you can absolutely do this. And if you just heard the last episode, like literally just go right back to the last episode where I interviewed one of my students, her name's Katrina, fantastic lady. In four months, she bought two rental properties. And I think she's making 650, maybe $700 a month in passive income from two properties. And she spent $16,000 for one as a down payment, fixing up and all that sort of stuff. The other one was $19,000. So we can save up that money and buy that first property. We can borrow from our 401k, all that sort of stuff. There's so many ways to do this that I want you to get that experience, that feeling to know that your value is worth so much more than you can ever be paid and nobody is ever going to pay you enough for what your time is worth. And I usually don't bring up things that are going on in the news right now, but literally just you now, like a day or two ago, the basque, great basketball player, Kobe Bryant, died. He and his sister, or sorry, he and his daughter, as well as a, a two other families inside of a helicopter. They just died. And that makes you realize, oh my goodness, you know, life is short. Why am I spending it working 40, 50, 60 hours a week for somebody else when I could be doing whatever I want, being with my family, serving the community, fishing, uh, you know, playing video games, whatever, like doing what you want as opposed to what somebody else is telling you that you must do in order to get that paycheck. So we want passive income. We want to get passive income so that we can then quit our jobs, our J-O-Bs, so that we cannot have to be, to answer to anybody else, we have our own time. We are the ones that can make sure that we are provided for. We are financially independent, financially secure in our business, in our rental property business, so we don't have to worry about somebody else giving us money. Now, I want to help you. I want to help you get started investing in real estate rental properties. I want you to text the word rental. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Text it to 33777, the word rental, and I will personally get that text and I will make sure you get the free investing course, the free real estate investing course. I want you to get started. It's going to show you how to analyze deals. It's going to show you how to find properties, how to manage properties, how to find good property managers, the questions to ask, all that great stuff. I want to get that into your hands because I just want to see you succeed and I want you to get started. And the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The best time to have bought a rental property was 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. You need to start right now. So don't put it off. Get that free course. Get started right now. And again, if you're interested in coaching, I absolutely want to talk to you about it. And so go to my site, masterpassiveincome.com and get my free course, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. I want you to get started or text that word rental to 33777. So I hope you guys have gotten that after I went through the process of getting laid off, hopefully you're not gonna need to go through that process to get that wake up call. Hopefully you're gonna learn from the bad things that have happened to me as well as the good things so that you can also live the dream life by having money come in passively instead of actively where you're working a job and then getting paid for that one hour. I want you to work one time buy one property and then make money over and over and over again. It is so amazing. Well, you guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for being here with the Master Passive Income Show. I really, really appreciate you guys. You guys are fantastic. I thank you so much for tuning in every single week and hopefully you're gonna get changed 
by investing in real estate and seeing that your value is worth so much more than anybody can ever pay you. All right, guys, I'll see you next week. You have a good rest of the week. You take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones, and I will see you next week. Thank you.